0: Welcome to College Soccer
1: Nation, the premier podcast focused on NCAA collegiate soccer, featuring SMU head women's coach Chris Petroselli and Old Miss head women's coach Matt Mott. You can download and listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And if you like what you hear, leave a five-star review and tell your soccer friends. Now let's go to Coach Petroselli and Coach Mott. Well, well, well,
0: College Soccer Nation, I have been waiting for this for a very, very long time. This is your, co- are your co-host, Matt Mott head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. I am joined with uh, the other co-host, Brian Lee, from the Rice Owls. And, well, 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 the head coach of the Red Stars, Chris Petroselli, has joined us on the pod. We're so excited. Chris, how you doing?
1: <laughs> I am uh so excited to be back here matt like i couldn't sleep last night thinking about this like what a what a big day this was going to be you know i was in the middle of training today and we, we are in this exercise and i just found myself thinking about college soccer nation like uh, this is going to be such a such a great day that i couldn't i couldn't really even focus on training that's a, that's how excited i am
0: well it's funny you didn't sleep last night because we agreed to do it this morning yeah, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Brian, sorry, go ahead.
1: Well,
2: I, you know, I was talking to Chris the other day. I'm like, What do you miss most? We're just starting preseason. This is awesome. Everyone thinks they're going to be a winner, yada, yada, yada. You know what Chris said? He said, I don't miss the games, I don't miss training, I don't miss being around a college or the kids. I miss college soccer nation. Yeah, and yeah, he come does. on with yes, you, and does. Does. No, no doubt yeah. about it, no, no yeah. doubt
0: about it. Yes, well. We are uh, we are excited to have you on the pod, Chris. Unfortunately, Robbie is on a bus on his way to uh, South Carolina, so he couldn't join us. Oh. But we're thrilled to have you on just to talk about uh, some college soccer, uh, but certainly some other hot topics that are going on in the world and mainly college athletics. And um, but well, we got a list of things we want to get to kind of right away. Um, Uh, We are all obviously big Red Stars fans and and certainly wish you well for the rest of the season um, and go get them. But this is College Soccer Nation, not Red Star Soccer Nation. So we're going to move on. Okay. All right. First and foremost, how do you feel about Christmas in July?
1: Me? How do I feel about it? Yeah. We're talking about the the day, uh, the first day the players come back and they walk in the locker room. And they've got tons of gear laid out in their locker. Is that correct? That's right. That's what we're talking uh, and about. And maybe like even like a new locker room. Oh my God, a new locker room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We got a big TV this year. Yes. We didn't have TV last year. Right. <laughs> oh my God, look at that couch. There's such a cool couch. <laughs> right. Is that this is what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're talking and about. And, yep. and how about when when uh, now, you know, the, they all post all the pictures, right? And it's oh, Look at me with my new pair of socks. How cool is this? <laughs> right? How do I feel about that? Or like looking at the just ridiculous amount of money uh, schools are spending on outfitting one soccer player. Like, uh, let, let me ask you this, man. Your typical player. Give me give me the list. What did they get?
0: Oh, God. Six sets of practice gear
1: probably five jackets six, six. Why? why do you not do laundry at, in oklahoma oh we do laundry every day then why do you need six sets of practice gear Mate, well, 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 well. We get. because there's That's five funny. days there's five days of
2: class monday through friday so they need to be able to wear a shirt to class and then they have one for <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh Or jackets, because, you know, you got your light jacket day, your medium jacket day. Maybe it's cold. You have a heavy jacket. So different levels of rain jacket, right? And then we got, you know, that was the big thing this year. We got dunks. I didn't know what a dunk was. Dunk shoes. You know what dunks are, Brian? Right.
2: I have no idea. What are
0: dunks? They're like, I think they're like old Jordan, like Jordan throwback shoes. All the kids love dunks. What is the purpose of the dunks? They're they're shoes. I don't don't know. know.
1: (laughs) <laughs> how I, can i ask you a question how does this yeah. make your team better i mean not not that that's that but, no,
0: no but you got it you listen i believe in look good feel good play good
1: yeah sure whatever um I <laughs> I mean, it, 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 be, it, it it becomes more important than winning the game like what what gear they get that that's so you ask me what i think about it I I think it's ridiculous. I think it's it's way over the top. So your,
0: your players, when you were a college coach, never got any gear, Chris? They gave one T-shirt, no shorts? Like, nope. what did they, no, that's what did they get?
1: That's not true. That's okay. not true. All
0: right. So they, got
1: enough, they got enough for what they needed.
0: Oh, stop. They got stop, enough stop, for what stop. They needed. Oh, this, so we didn't wear different colored jerseys at Notre Dame? I was at Texas with you. Remember, we got all kinds of stuff. We got tons of yeah. stuff. We got a lot more than what they needed.
1: Let, wow. let me tell you what you you take what they got at Texas back then compared to now, it's sure, like but that was fifteen years month. ago. So yeah, but
0: hey, hey, Brian, you're like this. So we'd be at Texas, right? And we had a we had a um, director of ops as a fit guy, young fit guy, right? And uh, one day he came out to practice, and he had all burnt orange on, so burnt orange jacket, burnt burnt orange pants, everything was burnt orange, right? And uh, and so I had the same thing on. I had burnt orange jacket, and pants, and someone came up and said, uh, Luke, his name's Luke. Luke, why do you look like a carrot and Matt looks like a pumpkin?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chris said Chris <laughs> that.
0: That's fat shaming. Yeah, it was Chris. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Body shaming, big surprise.
1: I think the whole thing is ridiculous. And I, I think it feeds into the whole thing of we, we complain about the players being entitled, yet we give them anything. But should we not
0: give them, Chris? You're saying they shouldn't get it. They don't deserve it. Is that what you're saying?
1: I didn't say they don't deserve it. That's not what I said, Matt. I said they don't need it. Well,
2: that's what I said. Yeah. And the entitlement is there's so many layers to that. Number one, give them the gear. I'm not complaining about the gear, I'm complaining about the social media two minute clip that shows them sniffing their new socks as if they never (laughs) had a full length pair of socks. And that these are some special socks that you've just <laughs> given them that have OU's logo on the side of them. What, the, the entitlement piece, it's okay to give them the stuff. It's us okay uh. if the social media hit and then turn in And here's the thing with the social media hit. I would like someone to do a study. I like studies and I'm very analytical. The, yes, you are. Uh, I'd like a study of everyone's... Zoom the cameras around and the most excited kid... Probably doesn't play five minutes. Probably doesn't season. play. <laughs> Could do like an inverse thing. The yeah. kid who's like carrying the load when practice starts is sitting in the corner. Oh, okay, my shoes fit good. This is great. I'm off and running. And the entitlement piece to me, I'm not I'm not mad at the kids. I don't care less. They're not the ones creating Christmas in July. We are, and our social media people are. And the number one complaint from coaches is what about the modern player? Entitled. entitled, so you kick off the season, yeah, by blasting this all over the internet so they can retweet it to their friends, which is an entirely entitled look at me, I'm better than the regular student because I got my six dry fits, and then I'm going to wear them to class, too. That's a whole nother little issue on it, uh, and that's really what they're excited about 90% of the time. So to me, it's if you coaches if you had one of those hits online and a month from now you're two and six and your point is the reason is my kids are entitled they don't try hard enough they're not blue collar you know they they don't work as hard as i did back in the day it's your fault not theirs because you just pushed it along
1: i um, totally agree brian that hooray 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 the guy, uh, let me get got it right. It. He nailed it, Matt. He absolutely <laughs> nailed it.
0: Well, College Soccer Nation, just so you know, I've invited two dinosaurs on the podcast <laughs> tonight. One's <laughs> named Chris, one's named Brian. They're dinosaurs. And don't realize in today's world, social media matters and social media is important and social media is out there. So, but we got to move on or we'd stay on this forever. All right, let's move on to another topic. Um, it is called, this next topic is, What in the World? US women's national team flare out at the World Cup championship. Who wants to take it first?
1: I will take it first.
0: Okay. Like it, Chris. Go for it.
1: Um, if I'm correct, I believe we gave up one goal. I think it was yeah. it took three hundred and fifty-four minutes before Alyssa made a save. Um I'm not doomsday. Uh, this is the worst ever. Vladko's um, the worst coach ever. Uh, this is the worst performance, all, all of this. I actually think the performance against Sweden, who's actually the number three team in the world, um, was quite good. And if you, you know, people use the term unlucky, you can't get any more unlucky than losing on that penalty kick. I mean, that's, a, that's about as unlucky you can get. So, um, are, am I disappointed that we didn't win? Absolutely. Um, do I wish we would have played better earlier? 100%. Um, I also believe had we gotten by those penalty kicks, and by the way, the penalty kicks were awful, <laughs> you know, some of the ones we took. Um had we gotten by those penalty kicks, we would we would have won the tournament. We were we were on the path to do that because mm-hmm. we had started to right the ship. Um, we had started to get it going right. Rose Lavelle would have been back, um, and and I think we were heading in the right direction. So, I know that everybody's ready to blow it up and and all of that. I am not on on that page.
0: I, I think it's a stretch, Chris, to say we would have went on to win. You I don't do. know I, then my my opinion. You had your opinion yes, I this is what college
1: I, soccer nation is my, my always better than yours but yes yeah I, sure
0: I, of course it is but i would say to you um i i think black is an excellent coach i don't think the coaching had had anything to do with it i don't think we played well at all i i agree we played well against sweden but we still didn't create a lot of chances so i and i get we we're injured but most of the teams in the, in the world cup had major injuries they're missing right we have we have Mal Pugh and we have uh, Macario and we have maybe Sarbum. It's it's totally different. So I I don't think that we're not the still probably the best team in the world. But the way that this team played, um, they weren't going to win that tournament. And there's no way when you and I know you know, you're much older than I am, so you're probably sleeping. But if you were up watching the games, Japan and France and these teams are oh, every bit as we are and playing whoa, whoa, very whoa. very well.
1: Go back and look at first of all France's results. Aren't great? France so was four,
0: no, They went four nothing yesterday. How they
1: open the tournament? Wow. We in- opened the tournament. We we we
0: opened the uh, tournament. We're talking, we're, we're talking about
1: France. We're talking about France. France. Okay. And who did they play yesterday? Four nothing. They're still playing. Yeah. No. No. Sure. And and Japan. Okay. Look, I think yeah. uh, Japan's a really interesting one to talk about. A really interesting one to talk about because they got killed by Spain. They got killed by Spain, and they won four 0 um, go and look at it, Matt. 800 passes. Stay passes, it doesn't, doesn't,
0: passes don't win a game.
1: No, they don't, but they tell you who's controlling the game. They sure. tell you who's controlling
0: no, the game. No, the scoreboard sure. tells you who's controlling the game. The scoreboard no. <laughs> tells you who's,
1: who's controlling the game, Chris. Well, The scoreboard just tells you who finished better. <laughs> okay. that's, that's what the scoreboard tells you, who finished better. <laughs>
0: that's fine. I've had a lot of games I've won where I didn't win the passing battle.
1: Yeah, I but did you that. win 4-0? Probably. No, come on. That's what's shocking to me about, about that match. I mean, getting dominated the way they got, you know, usually when that happens, okay, you get by somehow, you find a way to score, you get by 1-0. But 4-0, that is that is crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy score for me. I think Japan's a very impressive team. I think Japan... Yes. I think Japan They're my pick to win. win it. They have a chance yes. to win. So does France, by the way. I think France, they both yes. have a chance to win. But I think that if, as we started to get our team better, uh, together... Uh, we would have played be- even better after the Sweden game. And, again, you talk about we didn't create uh, very many chances. Sweden is the third-ranked team in the world. We weren't. Yeah, not- Chris, 26-0. we didn't create
0: chances the whole tournament. We scored four goals in four games against <laughs> one of those teams, Is Vietnam. We, yeah. we we went out, out in the face.
2: tournament when we drew the Netherlands. Right. If yes. we play in Sweden, we're still playing, clearly right. withdraw and we avoid the more difficult teams until deeper into the tournament um that that's number one we didn't lose the tournament when that ball went a quarter millimeter over the line and to me live didn't look like it i was kind of shocked when it got reviewed and and it was a goal it's a great save and there was on every penalty it was really impressive um but that's when we lost the tournaments. so and i couldn't agree with any more matt that the The vitriol coming out toward Vladko like this is his fault. We've all seen him train, right? We've all been around him. That guy's a really, really good coach, and he's perfectly worthy of being our women's national team coach. And arguably he's the best one we've ever had. Um, in in my book. Is he gonna lose his job? Probably. Are are they are things gonna really take a turn? Maybe. Um, but has the world caught up to it? I mean, do I think we were gonna run Sweden, Japan, Netherlands, and then England, say in the final? Absolutely not. We'd have had to get on the lucky side of that because those were all going to be really, really competitive games.
0: We didn't have anybody to score. I'm sorry. We we didn't. No, they have, didn't.
1: We, but you and Matt, you know, you said you said every team has, has injuries, okay? Hmm? But no team in the world lost. Uh, Mal Swanson and Katarina Macario, players that are that That's
0: good. I, I, you're making my point. That's what I said. That's how I opened it up with.
1: No, I get not it. everybody I, has injuries, so we that shouldn't – you can't really
0: – There's some There's some, some really – I mean, Sam Kerr didn't even play a little bit. Playing now, but she wasn't playing, playing early, now. and they still got through. Playing yeah, but they got through, playing.
1: but they got through. And they got through. And let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Both of those players I mentioned are better than Sam Kerr. Well, let, let's look at it. How this much have see you seen the Sam Kerr play, Matt? <laughs> How much have you watched? How much have you watched, Chelsea? I
0: saw her play when she's at her heights. She's pretty good. He's pretty, both right. of both players right, are better right. than Santa Okay, so what happens with the national team now, Chris? What what do you think happens? You
1: know, I think Blacko's um done, unfortunately, but I think he's done his contract's up anyway. So um he's he's uh moving on, I, I believe. I, I may be wrong, but I, I believe that he will move on. Uh and I believe that there will be a thorough review of the program, like they did with the men. Uh and remember that took months. For the, for the men to do that. There are some games, there's, you know, there's some games coming up in, um, uh, in September. I think, I believe they play South Africa here in Chicago. Victory tour. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I believe there's also, a, there might be another one in o- October, uh, uh, an international date. I'm not quite sure who we're playing. Um, I don't know that Vlaco coaches the team for that. Uh, I, I, I don't know that he does. I hope he does. Um, I don't know who does. Um and and we end up with a new coach and who that new coach is I have no idea. I have no idea.
2: Who? Uh, no let's this is college soccer nation. So it if is. We're, just look take out like Wegman and international coaches we might try and recruit. If and we're going to recruit an international coach for the women's team when we just re-up halter for the men that seems yeah. odd. But yeah. but let's say we're going to take a coach with a college background. Who are the candidates slash who would you choose? Matt,
1: I mean, the first, the first call goes to Krikorian and he says, no. Um, But that's the, that's where the first call goes to. Uh, I believe uh, Erica Dombach gets a call. Um, She's had some history with him, right? Yeah. I mean, she's been with the team a number of times and knows that knows the program and knows the players and, um, so I, 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 think either way, she's probably, she becomes a, she becomes a candidate. Um, I mean, after that, I don't, I, 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 I don't know. It gets, it gets tough after that where is Isn't
0: know, Tiffany today
1: with him right now? Tiffany she, is with she, him. She yeah. I, I don't know that I'll be honest with you. I don't know that, um, that Tiffany would want that job. I think, yeah. I think Tiffany's in a pretty good spot where she is, but. I think she'd be great. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I've I've said on the show uh, how much I I respect her. I, th- I think she'd be fantastic. Well, the, so other, the other, I, other, I mean, like, the,
0: does, Jerry, does like Jerry Smith get a call? As I mean, he's done it all. I mean, I don't. I mean, you're talking about coaches that I think are qualified from a soccer standpoint. Whether you know, I I don't know, but is Jerry's as good a coach as there is in the college?
1: So, game? He should. Sure is. He sure is.
2: And does he have a recent history with anything to do with the national team? Chris, well, he's you know?
0: married to one of the biggest yeah, no, stars in the history of the program.
1: <laughs> I think back in the early 2000s, he was the under-20, 20, under-21 coach. Uh, really hasn't been involved since.
2: Well, That's interesting. what about Randy Waldron just took Nigeria to the round of 16? Same level we just went. Yeah for sure once swanson's been heavily involved
1: as he uh, that's a Boston? good one uh, that's a good one i think that's somebody that they would ask he has been involved in um and and, and everybody writes him you know so i think randy would no i'm sorry that steve would get a phone call for sure um i i think for sure that he'd be somebody that that they would consider again i'm not sure that he's you know wants to to give up a pretty good spot there in in virginia um uh, Randy's a different one like uh, uh you know he, he had a little bit of time I- involved in the program and um hasn't found himself you know sort of in the uh the pool of candidates that they've considered the last few times um and maybe this puts him in a in a better spot but um he's not been one that they've been they've been focused on in the past
0: well I mean at the end of the day though you're you- we're, we're sitting here spitballing, you know, that it's not, you know, it is, they would go the college route, right? I and mean, then there's a, the better chances they're going to get an international coach, NWSL coach or somebody, then, not but, probably a sitting college coach.
1: I think for the most part, the, um, for the most part, not everybody, but, you know, the people in U.S. soccer aren't as high on college soccer. As they are on on uh, coaches that are coaching professional teams and and national teams.
0: No, they're probably not as high on college soccer coaches as college soccer nation is. That's true. I, I mean, pro- probably not. All right, let's keep moving. We got some other good topic, good topics still, good topics. So, this is one that probably spurred the idea that we could get Chris back on the show, Brian. Is all of this realignment going on with? with uh, universities switching uh conferences left right and center and people lefting out left out to dry and people trying to beg their way on to conferences and it's uh, it's been fascinating so let's start let's start with how it kind of started right with Colorado coming in the Big 12 and then Arizona Arizona State and Utah joining them let's start with the Big 12 and you know, obviously, it all started with with Oklahoma and Texas leaving to go to the SEC. Um, and now these four schools joining the Big 12. So let's get some thoughts and reactions from, you know, Deion Sanders making all this happen.
1: Go ahead, Brian. Brian,
0: right.
2: I mean, obviously, it's unbelievably interesting and has nothing to do with the non-revenue sports like college women's soccer that, that we cover. Um, it's all about football and um, you know, kind of the 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 pursuit of the holy grail, which is the big time football money. Um I think the Big 12 surviving over the Pac 12 is fascinating. If you look at the last two or three years, there was a time when Texas and Oklahoma were on the verge of joining the Pac-12 and they'd had a super conference. And here we are three years later, Texas, Oklahoma going to SEC is where this really all started. Um, and now you take the Big 12 and how that affects college women's soccer, that's a really good conference. That's an SEC Big Ten-looking conference right now. Not that they added any national title contenders, but they sure added a bunch of NCAA tournament-type team contenders. So I think it radically changes um, what we look like to a large degree. And we're – I mean, think about this. Stanford – Santa Clara is not happening again. You know, in the when Jerry retires, Santa Clara is going to kind of fade the way Portland did. Period. It's really hard for these mid-majors that are traditional powers are generally relying on one coach and their brand to succeed. Same way Portland was with Clay, Clyde Charles back in the day. So, whether Stanford on this. You know, that's a national championship contender every year when the when the season starts, whether they end up being one or not, who knows. But if they fall out of the Power Four leagues in the modern era, are they really gonna be able to keep that level of success up? Probably because of the academics, but I don't know what what league they're in or who they're with. You know, it doesn't it, it, there's rumors of SMU headed to the ACC. That changes the dynamic of Texas college soccer in a massive way if SMU can get into the ACC. Their recruiting changes completely. It's a very attractive, nice private school that kids wanna to go to pretty good academically. Um, so I think it's a sea change for our sport and, and headed in a lot, a lot, a lot of different directions because, uh, you know, we've talked privately about it a lot that the the thing that comes after expansion is retraction. So Washington State is left out in the cold because Washington State is left out in the cold and they might belong in the Mountain West Conference in terms of how they operate. Um, as as an athletic department, and they were lucky enough to catch with the Pac-12. At some point here, retraction's coming. So, you know, if you're the coach at Mississippi State or Iowa or the non-revenue of the big power fives, they're not sharing their money with you. The same way they're not sharing their money, that's why the teams left the Pac-12 is because the money's not big enough, so they want to jump to the Big Ten or SEC where the money's big. If you're not pulling your weight, you're out in three or four years. That's going to be the next phase of it. So it's going to be a never-ending little thing for the next decade or so until football really gets to their core group of 30 to 40 teams um, that make serious money. I think that's that's
1: um, a lot that's a lot about Big 12. Yeah, that was good. No, that was good. That was good. Um, <laughs> that was good. I have some thoughts here, Matt, if you don't mind. Yeah, please, Chris, please, by all means. No, the floor is yours, Chris.
0: College Soccer Nation is just ecstatic to have you back on the pod. So please, by all means, have at it.
1: Yeah, so stop talking, will you? <laughs> yeah. Um I think this all started um when the Longhorn Network started. And that led to, you know, the Texas A and M uh decision to, to hit the SEC and the SEC really sort of stepping up and and um their television contract bigger and bigger and then adding obviously Texas and Oklahoma um and and now uh the other leagues trying to stay up and even to the point where i think some of these leagues are grabbing teams just so they don't go somewhere else you know and and you're getting into this this battle for teams um i think it's very clear that the, all of these moves are based on money only um we're looking at greedy administrators that Um, don't care about anything else. They don't care about the student-athlete. I'm so tired of this student-athlete welfare claim that they use when it's convenient, Um, but they really don't care. I mean, it is not in the best interest of any student to fly across country to play, um, you know, to fly commercial across country, to play a softball game on on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, miss a couple of days of class, then fly back, and then have to go to class again the, the next day. Um, the student athlete doesn't, doesn't matter in this. The the money matters in this. Um, and why does the money matter? Well, the money matters because many of these schools were counting on this money. And, and I'm going to use Cal as an example. Uh, Cal was bringing in... You know whatever the 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 Pac-12 was was bringing in in, in their recent deal twenty let's say twenty million dollars a year. Um, they are planning on having that. They never thought they wouldn't have that, so they started investing. And you know these facilities that people have built all around the country, huge facilities, expensive facilities. Cal did a big uh, renovation of their of their uh, football stadium and some of the other facilities. They're somewhere in the neighborhood of $400 million in debt now that they have to pay on every year. And now they don't have $20 million a year. So what happens next? How do they make up that $20 million? Do they charge students more? Uh, I don't see that happening um, because the cost of of college is out of control anyway. Um, So this may come back to Ryan's prediction you know a couple of years ago on uh in this space that we're going to see cuts you know we're going to see cuts in sports we're going to see uh cuts in budgets um they have to where does the money come from they they have to make they have to make some cuts so you know the athletes are going to get get hurt by it um and and what and what now will continue to happen is you know the power 5 teams were ahead of everybody else in the country the power four teams now in the future will be so much further ahead because the money is so huge that no one can come close no one can come close so you know in in our sport we we were seeing you know the power five teams chartering places um and and coming up with uh extra money uh for you know they hit it as educational expenses whatever you want to call it you know that was going to the players and and the mid major teams who couldn't do that you know and and falling further and and further behind and i just think you're going to have an absolute haves and have nots um and the system is is broken um and in my mind they've ruined college sports what we know of college sports what you know the traditional rivalries um you know, the traditional conferences, the, what college sports, as we knew it uh, has changed forever. You know, you, you, can't put it back now it's changed forever. And I don't think it's changed for the good. I think the whole concept of amateurism is gone. Um, so for me, it's a complete mess. Now, someone who was in with the haves, like, like you are Matt, um, May not totally agree because it's pretty damn good to be sitting on top, you know, right now. It's it, it's pretty good to be sitting in that situation where, yeah, why not? Let's spend the money. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And 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 I can tell you when I was at Texas, I felt that way. I was like, Yeah, we don't need all these other guys. We'll just we'll just play, you know, the, the ones that are like us. And then I found it different, you know, when I was at SMU and went, wait, this is different. Like I'm I'm not sure I feel the same way. So you may have a different opinion now.
0: <laughs> so, give me a traditional rivalry that will no longer ever be played.
1: Uh well, uh is Oklahoma and Oklahoma State going to play? Nope. Okay, well there's one. <laughs> yeah. I I mean we went we went uh I don't know 11 years or something without Texas and Texas A&M playing. Um yes, they're they're going they're going to play now, but but that's one. I mean, the Pac 12 teams, like, does Oregon play Oregon State? Does Washington play Washington State? Does okay, LA guys, play Cal? Let,
0: let me replace let me rephrase. The traditional rivalry is not playing each other. It's because of conference realignment, right? Correct. But that that but that's not the travel part that Brian's talking about. You
1: know no, what I'm saying? Like they can still
0: play. I think eventually they will, will play again. Um they're just not in the same conference. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So could play I, again,
0: I, I, but... that, that argument, I don't love. I don't, I don't love the traditional robbery argument. The the student, I I agree with the the. I mean, it's going to be hard to fly for, you know, for UCLA softball, which is a powerhouse, right? To fly over and play in Maryland in March. Okay, uh, it's going to be hard. As what are going to do, Ryan. Yeah. So someone on this pod.
2: Here, here we go
0: any chance that that's, that, that's that ever having
2: maryland or maryland is not playing ucla in softball so for example, they, we, okay. well, here, here's where the big 10 is right now they're going to have a west coast division and they're going to have an east coast division the east coast division is going to look a lot like the big 10 looked and the west coast division is going to look a lot like the pac-12 looked how can you say that? There's only and, four teams from the PAC, pac twelve coming over. Well, and how many is there gonna be in each division? Eight. I didn't say it was gonna be identical. And well, I didn't Wes, say West, you know. just said that. You just said and, that and let's see where staying. As a dinosaur,
0: out. your your memory's I, not good. I said
2: a lot like. I didn't say exactly like. Okay. Yes. The okay. I said a lot like, not exactly. And they're gonna play football and then the winners are gonna play in the Rose Bowl because they can't give up that money. They're going or they're gonna want that money. So that's going to be the championship game of the Big Ten, which is going to look like a long time ago. But what's and then all of the Olympic sports at best are going to play their divisions. If it was floated the other day on the Internet, if they play at all and the Big Ten doesn't meet for a conference tournament somewhere at the end of the year. And that's the first time you're you're kind of under anything to play a Big Ten team. That's in. Uh, the non-reps has nothing to do with basketball and it's got nothing to do with football because we're living in total different worlds the idea that everybody thinks that you're at Ole Miss and that is the same as being at Oklahoma because you're both power five schools and Matt you can comment on this if you want to or not comment on this if if you don't want to I worked at LSU for 15 years roughly the idea that we had an un limited budget or that we had a budget that's any bigger than rice's by the time i left is absolute nonsense crazy nuts because they want to spend every last dime they can to succeed at football and probably the basketballs and they have to tear out sports even at that level so it's already happening the effect on the non-refs um in, in in the power five, everybody acts like they're all equal. They are not. The experience at one of the lower end financial teams at a power five is so different than it is at Texas for the day to day of the kid. That's not real at all in the middle of all this like expansion and we got to be in the power four or or whatever, so on and so forth. And this, the, the kids and the programs that are in real, real, real trouble are the ones Chris talked about. If you were in one of those conferences and now you're not, where are they coming up with that $17 million difference? If the Pac-12 was playing, paying 20, and the Mountain West is going to pay Washington State and Oregon State three, where do you think they're coming up with that money? They Ain't cutting the football budget much, but they are figuring it out. And if you cut it, if you cut the golf team, that's two million dollars annually. If you cut the men's tennis team, that's probably three million dollars. You got twice as many kids on that team, maybe four million. It has to come from somewhere. There's not this unlimited fund that everybody acts like there's an unlimited fund. They spend unlimited trying to chase the dream of Power Five football, and the dream's being chased by the AD. You wanna know why the AD is chasing the dream? Because the AD makes a million five now, and the next highest paid person in the administration other than the head football coach, the next highest paid person in administration makes like 250 or 300 at those schools. Which is decent. That's a great salary, great job. But the 80s and the you know commissioners of these leagues are not biting off the hand that feeds them, and the hand that feeds them is football. Period. And these decisions are being made by three, four, and five people. They're not being made by you know some sort of you know t- democratic vote. It's the board of trustees who are the biggest donors, and it's the athletic board who are the biggest donors. The Oregon guy. When they left, did you hear the thing about when they left? He took the phone call from the golf course. Yeah, ten minutes. Took them ten minutes to vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean it's that quick, and it's that few of people. There is no other business in you know uh, there's no other public business in the United States that is run with in with decision making being done by so few people. You have to have a private business. For it to be run like this, you have to be the CEO. You founded your company. That's how it gets run in those companies. That's what college athletic departments and these decisions are being made like, like they're private companies.
1: This uh, this dinosaur is is breathing fire. I mean, this guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm sitting here looking out out of the beautiful Oklahoma sky, thinking, "That's nice to here today in Oklahoma." As Brian's banging on about, you know, I'm not this, banging on. I'm not
2: even like angry about it. But I have eyes and a brain,
0: and all right. So oh, i can sorry. Um, oh, that's it. all right. Well, well, what about what about the interest of the realignment, Chris? Like, what, 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 what? Uh, let's take take away it's killing the college sports as you know it, and all the athletes are struggling, and you know, and blah, 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 blah. All the stuff you said, right? What, what's interesting about it what do you like about it What's oh, what's all
1: exciting? interesting i mean it's drama yeah. it is drama to the highest level i mean yeah you got these you know you got these guys you know you got oklahoma and i'm sorry oregon and and washington you know uh in the on the, a thursday night on a phone call saying hey we're all good you know we'll meet tomorrow morning and we'll sign a grant of rights and this thing will all be done and, and we'll be in the pac-12 and then at nine o'clock in the morning before a meeting that starts at 9 15, they call and say, Yeah, guess what? We're not coming on the call and we're going to the Big Ten. I mean, the whole thing is interesting and and and, and fun to follow for sure. But there are people about, being hurt by it. There are no and, and, and I don't mean to be flipped. I really don't, because people are
0: losing their jobs, people are gonna lose their jobs. I, I don't mean to be flipped, I promise you I don't, but it's just me taking the other side of you guys, like I like to do. But let's talk about more more of the instead of the, all the negative part. Like what 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 let's let's throw some ideas out there. What's going on with Florida State? What do you think's gonna happen with Florida State? What do you think is gonna happen with SMU? What do you think is gonna happen? Is Clemson just sitting there waiting in the wings to let Florida State be the big bad guy and then they're gonna go with them? Like what, what, what? let's get some you know, we'd love to we'd love to guess and prog- prognosticate. Let's do some of that.
1: Yeah, I mean I am my feeling is uh, I I don't like Florida State Clemson, yes. Cle- Clemson is waiting for Florida State to make a move, but um, for Florida State, it's got to be the SEC or the uh, or the Big Ten. I, I'm not sure that the payout for the uh, the Big Twelve is enough for them, you know, to make this move. That's going to cost them 450 million dollars or or whatever the number is. So, um, but I do see, you know, they're doing everything they can to get out of their agreement with the. Why,
0: why are they? Why do they want out of the ACC? I don't, that's the part that's i Yeah, it's not, not high by. enough.
1: Payouts not high enough, right? I mean there. But
0: is it is yeah. it so much lower than yeah? adding four hundred and fifty million on the top of it? Yeah, it's, I it's, mean it's, how long, long was it taking to get out, out of whatever the SEC is gonna pay you or the Big Ten or whatever, um that the Big Twelve wouldn't So you know you know what I'm saying like when you talk, start talking about numbers, it's you're talking about a
1: thirty million dollars a year difference. Yeah. Now right now, right? That that yeah. will continue.
0: Yeah, and what what people don't realize is the SEC has a has a they're about to negotiate their new contract yeah. with,
1: yeah, ESPN
0: yeah. or who? I mean, we you don't know that you we do not know that. And again, this is just spitball. And I don't know anything. I'm just a fan, right? You don't know that YouTube TV isn't going to yeah. get the SEC network or right. Apple or whoever, right?
2: Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is it doesn't matter who gets the, the uh, network. It matters do the does Greg Sankey and the people who run the SEC and the presidents in the ADs think that Clemson or Florida State increases the number to the amount they would get, their payout? They're not right. taking cuts. And Clemson and Florida State are in a really tough spot because Clemson's had a great you – know, Debo's done fantastic, and when Florida State was Bobby Bowden, they had this incredible run for 10 or 12 years. But do they – are they Oklahoma? Are they Texas, who's going to generate enough revenue in that TV contract to split between the other teams? Now, if the SEC could take Florida State and Clemson tomorrow and it was easy enough politically or whatever to say, okay, we're taking you two, but see a Mississippi State and Missouri, they would do it yesterday. Yep. I don't don't know if,
0: if if they really wanted Florida State. Why haven't they done it? Like, you know what well, I'm saying? Didn't. Like, yeah. why, why why isn't it done? Is it because Look. of the grant of rights?
1: And the numbers don't no, work. they
2: The numbers don't work. They don't add enough revenue for a Big Ten or an SEC. They might for the Big 12. So the decision Florida State and Clemson have to make And August 15th is the little date with the ACC right. if you want to get out by 2024. So Florida State and Clemson just have to decide, maybe Miami as well, is the Big 12 gamble worth it to be the first ones out of the AC, ACC? Because where's ACC going? Because it's certainly the SEC and the Big Ten would take North Carolina, but if you take North Carolina, the issue is you probably have to take NC State for them to be able to come. And do they want to bring NC State with them? Well,
0: why would you? Why would you take North Carolina over Florida State?
2: Because North Carolina, the TV money and the brand name of it is going to pay for itself.
0: Is it better That's football be- wise than 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 Florida State? North Carolina.
2: What- doesn't matter who's better at football. It matters who's who brings. No, the brand.
0: Market. I'm saying the brand. Oh, you're saying oh, it's the, because of the Rale- Raleigh Raleigh Durham market. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Market yeah. compared and to the yeah.
1: national brand of North Carolina. And and the, and you know the SEC has the the Florida market already. So how much yeah. how much more can can Florida State help that? But well, that- I mean
2: let's put it this way: Have, have you been to the Panhandle? Well, have you been to Tallahassee? And have you been to Clemson, <laughs> South Carolina? yeah yeah you think there's more value in that or in north carolina and the raleigh triangle and yeah stanford or whoever you wanted to bring in with them yeah the most interesting to me is stanford these people have sold their soul if stanford isn't in the big ten that is the best overall athletic department in the country yep top to bottom i don't even think that's arguable. and one of the top five most prestigious academic institutions and the big ten who 10 years ago would have said we can't take it because you're not an AAU school. You might be able to bring the that to the Big Ten, and they haven't come, and they haven't come because right now they're drawing 21,000 people at a football game, yeah, the money. Yeah. And, yeah, and they don't add enough, apparently. It, I mean, it's surprising to me. I thought it would have already been done and
1: dusted. Oh, they don't move the needle. But, but the, you know, the, this is why the whole SMU thing is really interesting to me, because SMU has offered to not take any money for 5 years from the ACC so they would join the league and not take a payout and they now have boosters who have said we will fund 200 million dollars we will give 200 million dollars to the athletic department if the athletic department ends up in the ACC so that you don't need the payout right and and for 5 years they wouldn't get a payout basically they're telling they're telling the ACC we'll come for free just please invite us, please, please, please. Just please invite us. Uh, we'll come. We'll come to the party. Um, and and when we come to the party, we're going to bring, you know, some of the Dallas market. How much, you know, is is questionable because you you know you got Texas and OU who really dominate in NTCU and in the market. But you know they do bring what they do bring really mostly if they go into the ACC is the ability for those schools to recruit Texas because the recruits will be playing in Texas at, at, at some point. So that there is a real benefit there, but it's really, really um, interesting to me that they're saying we will we will come for free because no one else is saying that. You know, no one else is going, yeah, yeah, Disney, right. we'll come for free. Yeah.
2: Well, and Oregon and Washington came for a reduced, what, half? Yeah. That, you know, that's kind of where it started. But the tipping point is we have a school that's a great school, super prestigious, does pretty well in a lot of sports willing to go to the ACC, not the SEC or the Big Ten, willing to go to the ACC
1: for free for five years. And will the ACC even be around for five years?
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was yeah. going
1: to say. But like, they're talking about schools
0: leaving. Like, what, what's the ACC going to do? They may not have football. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now we've beat that. that works. And let me yeah. just say, color Soccer Nation, just put this caveat. A lot of this, no, 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 all of this is opinion-based. A lot of the information we've gotten out of the Internet. So none of this is facts. You know, no, it's all, we're guessing. It's all, we're guessing. Yeah. Um, Last topic I think we wanted, and then, Chris, you had some uh, questions you want to ask. Uh, NIL. It is filtered down to uh, to women's soccer, hasn't it? I mean, that's not the right phrase for it, but it's definitely in the, now um, the Olympic sports. And it's uh, it's interesting, Chris, you mentioned the, you know, getting the Austin money, right? The academic money, the, the Power Fives are giving that money. So it started off with cost of attendance. Then we added Austin money. Now we've added NIL money, right? And it, it's just, when does it stop? How does it stop? Will it ever stop?
1: What are the numbers I, I, what, what are the numbers the cost of attendance in Austin about about how much we're talking about
0: They're about both about 5 you know Austin's about 6 grand 5980 and cost of attendance ranges yeah. usually around 5 grand
1: something it's, like that 10,000 bucks extra month Yeah so 10 yeah. so a kid gets on top of their scholarship $10,000 to spend however they want Yes yeah, yeah. yeah. this is before yeah. uh, before now now the NIL co- money comes in and um, and and you guys are in the world. I'm I'm not in the world. Uh, I don't I don't know, you know, how it's affecting recruiting and 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 what it all looks like, but it does sound uh, let me put it this way, it makes me really happy that I'm not in the world. And <laughs> I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> Remember those days, Chris, when you just
0: kind of coached your team? You I recruited coached team. and coached your team.
1: Recruiting yeah, and, now those
0: days and, are gone.
1: And recruiting where you know, was based on you Know what kind of education am I going to get? And, yeah. uh, you know, are you close to home? Are you far from home? Like, yeah. hey, what, what, you know, can you help me develop as a player? And yeah, know, Come, like, well, that's the
0: other piece. Players. Now you have is like pros. Hey, every yeah. kid wants to be a pro, and now a lot yeah. of kids get the opportunity. And with the USL, there's even more opportunity to yeah. become pros.
2: Yeah. And so that's we, a piece of it, too. We started with the national team. Um, if you include Swanson, how many of them? didn't go to college or went to college for a year or less, two years or less.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Rodman, Moran yeah. Swanson, yeah. Yeah. Sophie Smith didn't finish at Stanford.
0: Yeah.
2: It was yeah. worth it to go out. Uh, yeah. you know, not even Michelle Cooper, Michelle Cooper's not even on
1: the it? national
0: team. And Cooper, it was right. worth it to her to leave Duke early. Cooper. Malt- oh,
1: the, uh, oh, what's, a, what's, yeah.
0: what's a kid from, uh, what's oh, a kid what's from, uh, Notre Dame.
1: um,
0: Albert Albert, yeah, Albert,
1: Albert. Yeah, Corbin Albert. Yeah, she's a PSG.
2: Yeah, yeah. And these kids aren't lo- leaving. No offense, man. Oklahoma, to they're turning. Uh, you, they're saying I'll pass on Duke, Stanford, and Notre Dame degrees. Yeah.
1: Whoa. Yeah. The money's good because of the money, right? I mean, the, the yeah. money yeah. is is so huge that they can't they can't uh, walk away from it, but. I don't know. So what's, to, what's it like recruiting? Tell me what it's like recruiting now with, with NIL money. And, and you both of you, I'm sure, have two very different views of it.
0: Well, I think it's coming into a lot of conversations. And and I think that, you know, it, it's funny, Chris, you know, you, you always have maybe people trying to paint in the gray and, um, you know, say things or do things that maybe they shouldn't. Um, and this NIL thing is is falling right in line, right? The, the rule is you can't offer anybody nil money or or you know you at the end of the day you don't have it to give it's not part of the scholarship yeah right it's not like the university has the money the the nil is to for them to create a brand and and you know use use the brand to help them you know get deals right and so you can't say oh come here and we're going to give you x amount of dollars you can't do that and but there are schools that do it just like you know you can't you can't have kids on campus early or you can't any of the rules you want to put in there, NIL is another one of those rules, right? You can't offer a kid before the June fifteenth or whatever, and yet plenty of kids commit on June fifteenth. So it's just another one of those things that's really frustrating. Um, I do work, I feel bad for people that aren't able to generate money at their universities um, through boosters or whatever. Don't have the car dealers or whatever where they can give these kids NIL because. That's going to be the next next phase of this one hundred percent, and it's just it falls right in line with with the power fives or the power fours or whatever you're going to call it. And the big the the more this gets separated, the more money comes, the more these nil deals are going to these players are going to have to deal with. Our coaches are going to deal with recruiting, I guess.
2: Well, it's I I, I think there's a load, a lot of to unpack on the nil. So number one, the biggest example, a And M's. Football signs number one recruiting right. class in the country, spends a ton of NIL money on it, and they go five and seven because the senior who's on ten thousand NIL is way better than their freshman who came in and he has two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and the team's a f- disaster from day one. So, as it applies to women's soccer, how fast? does and in the reality of it is the coach has some no one in women's soccer doesn't know the nil person quite well at your school if there's soccer based nil it's two to three boosters at the most who the coach knows pretty well so right now there's an epidemic in the transfer portal of kids getting run off at the end in december because they're not good enough to their scholarship value so now you bring in Sally on a full ride. She gets cost of attendance. She gets Austin money and save for women's soccer. I think right now a realistic number is twenty five thousand. What if she doesn't start? Hmm. You, or what level of entitlement does she have? How fast is she being run out of University of X in the Power Five? It, just a scholarship gets you run off like there's no tomorrow if you're not good enough. Now we're tacking on X dollars that aren't going to be in that many kids in a soccer team. You know, maybe even at the biggest power five schools, two, three, four schools, because or two or three, four kids, gonna get, they're going to invest most of their money in the big-time recruits. If those I mean, kids don't work out, it's going to be whoa. See, uh, hello, transfer portal, and then they might get more nil nil money on the transfer portal. Right, right,
0: right. I, I I do think that, and I know we have to wrap this up, but I do think that it's going to get regulated. It has to. It has to be regulated at every level, whether has it's to. budget level. There's only so much you can offer. It just can't continue to be the wild wild west. It's not. It's not feasible. You know, as our as you know, I've heard before, like you know, the Dallas Cowboys. Don't ask their their season ticket holders to give money to pay for the players, right? They don't because the next the, the player could be gone at the end of the year. So it's the same thing as universities. They're not going to keep going back to the boosters. It's just not going to happen. But anyway, let's keep moving. Chris, you had some stuff for us?
1: Yeah, I do. I got a couple of things here. I, I'd want to ask a couple of questions you guys can feel the chime, chime in on. Uh, one, I've not heard the picker's name. Guy, yeah, the, picker, oh, so the picker, I usually hear the name. Just like
0: that. Just like that. There he is. It, it Just like be... that, that was part of the rule. That was the thing. Yep. What rule? Yeah, Brian. Brian. Brian had strong words for the picker in his conference in the last podcast. But uh, uh, the picker's alive and doing well. <laughs>
1: oh, here's my saying. here was my here was my question for you guys: Is the picker oh, okay. win another ring?
2: Yes. Uh, yes. The the picker wins the lead, <laughs> nudges out the plumber, <laughs> whose side. <laughs> Side job is the uh, coach of one of the others. Why, why are you going? Why are you, and, you and going there? We'll God. go back to it. We, we got place, past it. We in, got this past is a true it. story that I'm very close to. In third place, we'll finish oh, the school where the guy also sells soccer uniforms on the side. Goes to the convention, <laughs> he's running a booth, and in fourth place is your local Uber driver. So. Okay. <laughs> So, yes, okay. they will claim ring number
1: 15. I don't want to hear about the eighth-place team. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. All Help right. Us. Oh, God. It's is this one's off the you. rails. Chris is back. It's <laughs> off the rails. Go ahead. Guys.
1: Another question for you. Will UCLA ever play a regular season conference game <laughs> at Maryland? <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yes, they will. Now my pit.
2: Now, no, Matt, thanks for dragging the company line because you're at Oklahoma. Uh, no.
0: Why do you keep hammering Oklahoma? Everything's bad in Oklahoma. I'm not hammering know. Oklahoma. I'm super happy for you. I don't, for you. For I don't you. Me, I miss Nobody
2: leave Oklahoma me, in five
1: years. You're home free. Yeah. This is great. I'm happy yeah. for yeah. you. Speaking of Oklahoma and Matt, oh God. for many, many years, Matt was known as the biggest SEC homer ever. Would you agree with that, Brian? Yes. No yes. way. Okay. No, maybe between the three of us. But now, now, now no. he's in the Big 12.
0: Yeah, but next maybe. year
1: he's going to be in the SEC. So yeah, this baby. year, this year, we know next year he's back to be in the SEC home. This year, is he still an SEC homer or does he become the Big 12 home? Oh, he's Why been Twelve homer. homer.
2: The, the Tom Stones, the greatest coach, Colin Carmichael, oh, my gosh, this league is the best. Yeah, those Indeed. guys are good. Yeah, I mean, have, John
0: Rockwell. Yes, we John Ryan Rockwell. Ones. Eric Oh, no, Nicky I mean, uh, Oh, God. We should have nine bids. Uh, those, hey, those are Hall of Famers <laughs> you're talking about. Those are Hall <laughs> of Famers right there we're mentioning. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Big,
0: mad to. respect, mad respect for the Big 12, Chris. Let's go. It's going to be very difficult.
1: So you're So you're the Big 12 homer this year. For one year.
0: I'm not a for homer at all. I'm just. One a, I'm a big.
1: I'm a Big 12 coach.
0: What I'm happens proud next of year? It.
1: What happens next year? What do you mean? What happens next year? Uh, how, I'll how be you an think? SEC coach. And how uh, would you feel about the uh, the Big 12 next year? I think they'll be fantastic. <laughs> oh no!
2: Next year to be the Big 12 stinks. Look at all these teams they let in. The SEC. Oh my God! Colby Hale invented soccer. That's what we're gonna have to hear again. <laughs>
1: All right, vertical possession. Yep, okay. Here <laughs>
0: all
1: right, here, here's what I want I want from you guys, okay? Here's the last one.
0: Uh, all
1: right. Give me your champion of the following leagues. Ready? ACC, okay. who's the champion?
0: I hate to do this to Robbie, but I'm going with North Carolina.
1: Mm, I'm going with North Carolina as well. Same here. I'll go with North Carolina as well. Uh, Pac-12, that's an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. No, not so easy. Look out for
0: Stanford, but in Margarita, we trust.
1: And Margarita, we trust. All right. UCLA. On that. Uh, Matt, um, you'll have to sit out, I guess, the Big 12. Well, I got
2: you know. There's a little guy who, named BB who does these preseason reports. He told me Oklahoma's going to win the Big Twelve. <laughs> yeah, of course he, yeah did. Really. he did. Yeah, and, he did. You know, it's. I thought it was odd when he told me seven years in a row that Ole Miss was a lock because the, who they had returning to win the SEC this year. He said Oklahoma's got the the Big Twelve under wraps, but I, I'm going to go with.
1: Uh, I like BYU. Uh, I'm going to go with Texas because I think it's going to come down to BYU and Texas. Me too. And Texas has BYU at home. And uh I know. But playing, he's
0: going with uh, Texas uh Brian, he wants to drop Missimo probably, you know, so he's trying to get the, the well, on the good
2: side. I do think this, I'll be fascinated to see TC. They've lost a lot of kids, but I do think they've developed a like legit program, this top ten yes. year to year. And yeah. I think they lost a ton of kids last year, but it would not surprise me in the
1: least if they win the Big Twelve either. Okay. All right, SEC, Matt, you can comment on the SEC.
0: That's easy, Arkansas on a walk. Best team, they're loaded, loaded.
2: Brian, I yeah, I think it's a down year for the SEC overall. So you I say that every
0: that. year. You say that every year.
2: Well, I've seen every them year try year. and. Pass. I've seen the league try and pass. I'll take uh, Arkansas. I'll take Georgia. Oh, good! One. No, I do think. No. Oh, Corey Bethune, best player in the league.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. He is. He's one of the best players in the country for sure. But they still need more than that. I don't know. Okay. All right,
1: all right. Well, uh, I do say. This. I think. I
0: think. I would. I would take South Carolina before Georgia. No offense to George. Georgia. Georgia, Carolina's on as he's ascending like crazy.
1: Georgia's yeah, ascending playing. like crazy. But you're going to finish in the top two in the league. They're not ascending you, that much.
0: You
1: they, they were. What were they last year? I don't know.
0: What about South Carolina? Are they not a clear number two?
2: They don't have Corey Bethune. I mean, they're excellent. They're great coaches. And no they one win wins. Every win year. They win the
0: East every year. Then they, what did they, they finish, finish last year? Because I didn't think they were they great. They lost to go to the lead eight, didn't they? Or did they go to they the league? What did they finish in the league? Second. Did they? To Alabama. Yeah, to Alabama.
2: Okay. Oh, hey. What happened to your West Kirk Homer, Matt? Where's Alabama oh. in this?
0: That's the his, in- his name's Wes Hart, Wes Cook, yeah. sorry, Wes, West Hart, not West Cook. But sorry, West <laughs> West Hart. West Hart lost a lot too. West friend. Kirk.
2: <laughs> Wes
0: Kirk. Yes. Joe, Joe, and
1: Joe Wes Hart.
2: That's a combination of the two. Oh I'll tell you man. this: you put oh, West okay. with Joe, you really got something. They're winning.
1: Yeah, this. for sure. All right, Uh Big Ten. Ooh.
0: I I I can't do it. I cannot take Penn State. So I'm going to go with Rutgers. Who is Rutgers, Chris? Let's go. <laughs> Rutgers, baby.
2: I'm, I'm going to go with Penn State, as I have the last 17 years in a row in preseason <laughs> prognostications of the Big Ten.
1: I, Penn State has a very, very good team with a number of good players. They had a
0: good team uh, last year and didn't
1: win it. Penn State has a good team. I'm going to go with Penn State. Um, hey, okay. um, yeah, hey, Chris, you notice how
2: definitive Matt is on any conference other than the Big 12 and the SEC? Big 12, SEC, everyone's great. And he, he, the big – No. I big just well, said back. Georgia wasn't going to win. Hey,
0: Rutgers. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Rutgers, baby. That's my team. Uh, Love me some Rutgers.
1: Okay. Uh, how about – we'll just do one more. Uh, okay. How about the Colonial? I just picked one. The colonial. I don't even know who's in it. Who's in it. <laughs> Stupid. This is why you have a look, Brian's got it.
2: Go ahead, uh, I, I'm going to say this. I have a Boston College. From, I have a, no.
0: Boston University. me. Boston University. Boston University. Boston University. <laughs> I, Darren, I, I, producer, pull up the Colonial real quick.
2: No, I got it. I got it. Okay. The, uh, I have a grad transfer on my team from Hofstra. She oh, is, Hofstra's in it? Oh, Hofstra's in it, and she is good. So, I'll take Hofstra. Okay, good,
1: good, good job, Brian. What, what about
0: Chris? We got more of the power nine. What about the Big East? All right, we can do what the Big East, the, if you'd like. What about the WCC? We can do that. What if, uh, about Shore the Sound AAC? Standard we players. didn't do the That's AAC. Nice. What
1: about the AAC? That's finished. your league. Okay, I didn't know you want to do all. Of them. We'll do them. We'll yeah, do let's them. go. The power nine, baby. Uh, Darren's about to die over there. Um,
0: yeah, we got to finish. I got. I got to go too. We got to finish this up. Let's go. All
1: right, WCC. Uh, Santa claire big east big east
0: georgetown right yeah yeah Xavier no
2: Xavier no Xavier's very very good but Nolan has mastered that grad transfer stuff good lord yeah wouldn't
0: you want a grad transfer from Georgetown I'd take
2: one yeah I'd take any of the grad transfers come on Mm -hmm. let's go no I meant no I meant
0: no I meant uh, a degree from Georgetown but
1: sorry Yeah. yeah, AAC. Give me the AAC. Memphis. Memphis.
0: Brian? Brian. Oh, he can't talk. Oh, Brian, I can't talk. No, I can
2: talk about the AAC. I'll tell you what. Brooks, if you don't win the the AAC with that <laughs> roster. Here we go. Here we go. Here we
0: go. Here we go. Come back.
2: Right. Uh, Old Dominion. <laughs> I think oh, yeah, James I think so.
0: Madison, James Madison, James Madison. Okay. Oh, Josh Walters, be happy. Conference yeah.
2: USA. God, who's left in that? Um, Is there one? Oh, Liberty. Liberty's new in the league.
0: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Yeah, Liberty.
1: All right, good. All right, I all got it. Right. It was all down. We'll see if you if you guys are right.
0: I like it, Chris. Thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Yeah,
1: good seeing you guys. Always
0: fun. It's always fun to chat with
1: you. Love to get you back. Maybe a
0: couple weeks into the season, we'll see how you're doing.
1: Get you yeah. back on, get your thoughts. Hopefully we can win a few more games here. Season oh, Red Stars ended soon.
0: Red Stars going to get on a roll, there's no doubt in my mind. I don't don't worry, Chris, there's luck-
1: always the Challenge Cup. <laughs> no, we're out of that. We're already we're knocked out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I know you're that Thank God. The yeah.
2: only person happier than you that you're out of the Challenge Cup is me. <laughs> good Lord.
0: Um anyway. anyway, College Soccer Nation, this was a humdinger. It always is when Chris comes back to join us. It's like some of those Howard Stern shows when they have certain guests come back. That's what it's like when Chris comes on. It all goes off the rails. Anyway, College Soccer Nation, thanks for listening. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your support. Those guys that are in preseason, keep it rolling. We're a little delirious, Brian and I, as you can tell. Uh, But thanks for listening. Darren, thanks for producing this. DJM Productions, we appreciate you. College Soccer Nation is out.